got back at like 12.30 last night. Didn't get to bed till two. So I, I knew I had a late flight back and then it got delayed even further. So I was like, I just took the time off. Yeah. yeah. I was it? exhausted today. It was fun. It was a fun weekend. It's a quick weekend. I mean, I got out there Thursday afternoon and spent all day yesterday flying back. So it really only had like half of Thursday, Friday and Saturday, but it was fun. Great to see Jordan. Great to see Matt. Got to chat with um, Nolan and Sam, at least a little bit at the wedding. So we had a good time. Anybody else from Schneider there? A ton of people. Um, Nick Texera and Jen Jackson. I don't know if you knew them from Costa Mesa. I know of them. Yeah. Um, Cam Behrman and Jess Behrman were there. So good to see them. I haven't seen them in a while. He came back to Schneider. Yeah, that's what he was telling me. Um, who else? Dean and his wife were there. Yeah, I think there was one other person. Um, I didn't know her, but Alia, like Alia, like McGorble or whatever. Yeah, I know the name. Yeah, I didn't know her personally. Um, so it was a good amount of Schneider people. It was fun. Do you and uh, Maddie like do anything the other days, Thursday or Friday? Yeah, so me, Matt, and Jordan got an Airbnb in Hollywood Friday. So we all went out Friday night, which was a lot of fun. Nice. Um, Thursday, I got a hotel in Santa Monica. They got in Friday. So Thursday night, I just kind of explored on my own. Yeah. Yeah, and it was cool how, though. Weather so what, wasn't great. It was like, what? It was like what the weather was like? What? Like high fifties, low sixties. Oh, so it really? wasn't super warm. Yeah, like I brought like bathing suit and all that. Didn't end up using any of that. I was in jeans and either a t-shirt or a sweatshirt most of the time. So are they in? Do they have family in that area? Because they aren't. Aren't they living up yeah. north? Sam's from that. Sam's from LA. Um, no, they're living in Orange County again. They actually, they maybe a year ago, um, moved back to Orange County and bought a house there. Um, they're so no one got a new job then. Yeah, he's working for Tom Aaron. So still in service sales, but I think like the V1 accounts or whatever gotcha. they call them in service sales. Gotcha. What's up, Stink? How are you guys doing? <laughs> doing? Doing great. Good to see you guys. Nice to have the crew back together. It's been a <laughs> long time since we were on this together. I, I was trying to think. I wasn't even in my apartment yet. No. no. It's been like so. three. And, and, it, and I'll, it'll be a month. month. It'll be a month on mm-hmm. uh, November 1st. So, yeah, just under a month. Mm-hmm. Sad. You can see how nicely decorated my office is. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get to see any of your place when I was back. Yeah, that's all right. My my new couch comes in. Uh, oh yeah, that's supposed why. to be end, end, end of this week. Um, so once it's like actually not a futon in the living room, it'll be uh, better for entertaining. Yeah. Um. So Adam, we were just talking a little bit about the wedding. Hmm. And I figured we wait for you to come on to know. I think I know a question you guys are going to ask. <laughs> What everyone did, wants to know. Did you see the people? There was, I, I did not, but I heard Nolan multiple times, like jokingly say, let me go empty my pee bag before I hit the dance floor. Hey, at least he's good. He's in good spirits about it. But yeah. That yeah. fucking sucks. Nope. Oh my I, I did, did not see the pee bag. Um, did not <clears> ask was him he, how was the condition of his dick was. I just said, how are you feeling? Was yeah, he's moving, he's moving fine. He's moving fine. I, I think he still has a dick. I don't think it's like hamburg meat. I think it just got crushed so bad that it crushed the piping. His plumbing's gone. 
So need, just need some new pipes and it'll be good for the audience. Maybe just try and reconstruct some pipes for the audience that ha- doesn't know what the hell you're talking about right now. <laughs> so my my poor buddy who got married this weekend, I guess it was like two weeks before the wedding. Um, so maybe or maybe a little bit before that because he said he was at an Angels game. So maybe it was like three weeks. He was drunk. Tried to jump over one of those concrete dividers they used to like block off the perimeter of parking lots. Um, I guess didn't clear the jump and landed dick first mm. on, on the concrete. <laughs> and um, I guess like he knew he was fucked up, but like went to the game and then like the next day he, he was went really to the trouble. game. Like, Wait, I thought yeah. that was at the end of the game. I, I mean, I, I don't know. He didn't say like, oh, I rushed myself to the hospital. So I'm assuming like he was there for most <laughs> of it. But the next day he was having problems peeing and like blood was coming out. <sighs> So three weeks before his wedding, um, they had to put a catheter in his bladder because he couldn't even put it in his wiener um, because he doesn't have a urethra anymore. It got crushed. The poor guy had like emergency (laughs) surgery to put a catheter in his bladder. He was in great spirits at the wedding, but I guess uh, today was his second surgery. They they were going to do Disneyland on Sunday for a mini moon. <laughs> uh wait yeah because so what a random question what sporting event was he going to was it like angels baseball game. game i think it was a, yeah it was an la angels game so he does that he breaks his dick and then proceeds to go to like a four hour game where he probably kept drinking and probably had to pee and nothing stood out to him as like something is wrong that's crazy. I, I didn't ask those those fine details at his wedding night. I only had about hey, five no, minutes hey, to come chat him here, quick. Get him on the get him on the podcast. Just say hey, somewhere no. in the middle. No, that'd be I did not. I did not ask actually. for the fine details. Damn. Hey, but, you want to uh, come on my podcast and talk about what happened? To your missed dick, opportunity. Dude. Missed opportunity. Maybe may one of the worst injury stories I've ever heard in my life. I legitimately couldn't believe that. That's like Same one here. of those things. When Sam, when Sam told me, because she texted me to warn me, she's like, hey, like when you see Nolan, like hug him gently. Like he had just had a really bad accident and had surgery. And like eventually I got more details out of her. Like I couldn't believe it either. Yeah. When, when you hug him, leave his dick alone. Don't like grab his dick or anything. <laughs> no, no, ch- no chance Mo didn't make one last ditch effort right there when he found that out. Mm-hmm. Said, well, you know what? No, you know no, what is working? No. <laughs> you know his dick is working. This guy. <laughs> Was there any, be honest, was there any part during the ceremony where you had visions of you walking down that aisle with Sam Wong? Is he not going to answer it? <laughs> no, I think you just he can't hear no. us. Uh, oh, 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 one bit. I mean, no. <laughs> No, you you guys you guys are delayed. I, I think I have shitty internet connection. Um, but no, no, no. That was like five years ago. I know we're just busting. Um, she uh, yeah. she looks good. I think too much makeup, in my opinion. Yeah, a lot of makeup, but um, I think it was an Asian thing. How yeah, uh, three ceremonies? Huh? Yeah, that's, that's wild. Kind of, that's three, kind of wild. Three weddings in two in two days. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Um, and so you saw Dune. Yes, saw Dune today. That was my uh, highlight of Man, my Man, this delay is today. really going to get annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let me try and um, should I try and disconnect and reconnect? Sure. Have you seen it, Adam? All right. 
No, I haven't. Um, but now you guys have been talking about it. I definitely, I have to check it out. I mean, I don't think it's a movie where I'm like, Ooh, no spoilers. Like I'm going to watch it. No, like, we're I'm not sure going to spoilers, no, like, but there's no twists or turns. I'm sure it's sure it's just like a cool action movie. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. I mean, it wasn't like the best movie I've ever seen, but it was good. Yeah. I mean, it was get, definitely getting hyped up because that movie was supposed to come out like a year ago, right? Uh, probably. Okay. Most of these, yeah, movies, I guess like most movies, yeah. I guess. Cause all I know about it is that it was once like they made, there was, there was an original Dune movie or at least a book like from there was a, a long book, time yeah. ago. Book yeah. Series. Yeah. I think book Adam's series. right though. They did a movie too way back in the day and it flopped. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then that, I, I did it, that just kind of ruined it for a lot of people apparently. But yeah, like, from what you guys have said so far, it's, you know, definitely worth the watch. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was really good. I like that. Like so no many of those spoilers, action, Mo. no spoilers. I'm, not, I'm not, no spoilers. So many of those action movies nowadays, like they kind of just take that like cookie cutter approach of like how much action can I pump into one movie? Yeah. Like the new Star Wars movies, they're nothing but just like cheesy action, right? Where this was very much like character development. You can tell they're setting up a very long story. Um, and yeah, it, I thought it was really, really well done. It makes me excited to. Uh, See then whatever the next ones are. Get I don't know. Watch. I'm sure it'll be years, but you got to uh, you got to watch it at like max volume, Adam. Oh, really? Oh yeah. yeah. It was like rattling the, you know, because it <laughs> reminded me very much of like watching Interstellar. Like even though I watch Interstellar in the theaters, I bet you if you watch Dune in the theaters, like the place shakes because you know the same kind of uh, idea with, with like the sound. It was very. Like loud music was loud. It was good. Great. Can't wait to see it. Um, all right, Mo, you want to set us up on our first topic in a month? First topic in a month. Which one do we want to start with? Well, that's the, the one you're most excited about. Um, let's start with Chappelle because that's most okay. recent not on my mind after watching yeah. the video. <laughs> yeah, it took it a different direction, but that's fine. I mean, can't go wrong with Chappelle. What, you want me to start with um, the Fauci? No, I don't, I don't care. I just was surprised that you picked that one. Let's go. Let's go with Chappelle. Let's do that. We all watched good, good it, right? old Davy Chappelle. Yeah, yes. Adam, did you watch the special yet? Yes, okay. I have, and I watched the so, video so, that I sent. And anybody who's seen his last, is there? Are you guys still getting a delay? <laughs> We're not. No. 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 You're good. <laughs> okay. Keep going. Okay. Um, for anybody who's seen Dave's last few specials, I think if the two specials ago, it kind of started with like poking some jabs at the LGBTQ community, right? Just kind of making fun of it. And they had a poor reaction. So we kind of doubled down in the second one and went at it after I'm like even harder in jests. Of course, it's a comedy special, um, making fun of them for being like so ridiculous. Um, and the most recent one called the closer pretty much two thirds of the special was about the LGBTQ community, specifically transgenders. Um, if anybody hasn't seen it, I would highly suggest that that was really, really well done. And like the Dave Chappelle way, if he's a storyteller, like it wasn't just like joke after joke, like he did, he did a great job of framing kind of the story throughout as okay based off of his experiences of becoming close friends with a transgendered person, 
after knowing the transgender community was so against him from these specials. Um, and really by the end of it, kind of his, his opinion is like, it, it was never about like me making fun of LGBTQ people for it was never pitting their, me again. Like it was never me versus them. Right. Yeah, it, it, exactly. Right. And um, like he talks about like one of the things she says is like, you don't need to understand what I'm doing. You just need to understand I'm having a human experience. And then he, he emphasizes, he's like, you know, and the more I thought about that, I think he says it takes one to know one, right? People in the LGBTQ community, in the trans community, they're going through shit just like I'm going through shit as a black American, just like you're going through shit. And like, that's what it's really about, recognizing they're going through a human experience. And then I think he ends it with pretty much saying, I think his last joke is like, stop. Um, what was the saying they said he was doing to their to their people? Not stepping on, punching down. Stop yeah. punching down on my people, right? And he says like, hey, you guys stop punching down on my people, meaning this isn't all about you and cancel culture, right? This is like, that's really a, the way I took that message was he's saying, you guys are saying, I'm stepping on you, punching down on you. I'm here telling jokes like, that's it. You're trying to ruin lives from, from one marginalized community to the other. <laughs> exactly. Right. So, so that was really the theme. If you watch this special uh, and the LGBTQ community, I'm sure a large majority did not watch the special, just saw some of the jokes and the headlines and they erupted. And by community, I mean, some literal like Twitter activists who work for Netflix and then a bunch of people jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah, I think it's an um, important distinction to make, Mo, because it's if you took a percentage of the amount of people that actually are upset about this. One-tenth of 1%. Yeah, exactly. It's a very vocal one-tenth of 1%, but it is one-tenth of 1%. dominated the, the news headlines. There's There's been more coverage of the Netflix walkout protests than there has been about all of the union protests going on in the country right now where you've seen literally what was the percentage, like highest percentage in like 15 years quit the workforce in August. You mm -hmm. have massive like labor shifts going on. None of them even being acknowledged on the news, but they all talked about the brave soldiers at Netflix for standing up against Dave Chappelle. Um, so I, I thought it was interesting. I guess the video he put today, I didn't see that until you sent it over, Ty. They, now he's pretty much gotten blacklisted from some movie he was making, some documentary. I, I didn't even know he was making a movie. So that, that's kind of crazy. And I mean, that's just like the consequences of being on the quote unquote wrong side of an argument with activists. Like th there's a difference between people with opinions and activists. Like these fucking people are just like the same psycho people or psycho person that took down Minahan because he didn't like what Minahan and Jerry said about tra the transgender community. Like yep. he didn't just say like, you know, Hey, don't make fun of people. Like, you know, it's, it's, you don't know what they've gone through or whatever, having that kind of stance. It was just, I'm going to ruin you. I'm going to make sure you don't make a living. Yeah. And like, th there's a huge difference there for me. Like, you know, you, I, you are more than welcome to, hate Dave Chappelle, you're more than welcome to think he's a bigot. You're more than welcome to think any of that. I don't care if you think that, but what's so insane to me is like just, and it's nothing new, but it's just this drive to like take things down. I know like canceled is an easy word, but like, 
you know, just remove things from. Yeah, they they wanted it removed from Netflix because they were offended by the jokes. It wasn't, hey, don't watch this. It was it should not be allowed for human consumption. Or I think I saw some people said, oh, I don't want it to be taken down. It's going to be used as a lesson, but you need to put a disclaimer. And it's like, how, like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's the same, it's the same debate that's going on with censorship on the internet right now, right? It's that they want this controlled narrative. Anything else is a disclaimer of this is, now Twitter puts, this is potentially a heated topic, right? If it's a controversial tweet, there's a little disclaimer about it. Like they're literally trying to, I think, in one last ditch effort, control the narrative because they're losing control. The media establishment that's had power over messaging for the last hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it just seems like the, the same, I mean, we've been hearing this same playbook play out uh, throughout the past couple of years where, you know, even if, even if they were successful, the LGBTQ community was successful in getting the special off of Netflix, they wouldn't stop there. You know, it would just be a constant. No, it was never well, actually. Whenever Chappelle would, yeah, whenever just, Chappelle would pop his head up again, it wouldn't matter right. whether he made an LGBTQ joke or not. They would go after that, you know, venue, and say, "Do you really want this press? Do you really want this press that I'm about to give you? That you're going to host this, you know, trans bigot, you know, this transphobe, transphobic comedian, right? Because that's what they'll do." Yeah. You know, they'll turn he around. Talk, he and, even talked about it in the special with Kevin Hart, right? When the Kevin Hart got canceled. Yeah, right. The, right. I don't remember what it was thing. that Kevin did or said. I don't remember that. I, I think he said faggot or something in one of his either prior specials or on a podcast. I'm using it in a quote. Um, <laughs> quote. Yeah, but he, he, he was caught using like 10 years earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I, quote unquote, he used the word. It's such a. It's, faggot. It's, <laughs> it's a safe space mode okay. that, that was a regular part of Mo's vocabulary a few years ago it was i like to refer to people as faggy back in the day yeah exactly and and, um, and luckily it's someone like dave Chappelle who what do you truly... guys think of um okay yeah this, uh, oh, you did, i think you were delayed mo <laughs> <laughs> you guys are pro keep freezing. Yeah. I don't Wait, know go ahead, my internet Adam. sucks. All right. Well, luckily for Chappelle, keep, just keep like, talking. I'll shut up. <laughs> luckily for Chappelle, he's in the same category as like Joe Rogan um, or Tony Hinchcliffe, who they are truly uncancelable. Like it's not like anything that any but any fan of Chappelle should fear, and obviously he doesn't fear it either. I think he's just more upset about the fact, and he said in that video that, that Ty sent that, hey, I'm more than happy to have a discussion, but you need to give me a seat at the table because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go by your rules here where yeah. you get to say whatever you want about me, no matter how false it is, and I'm not allowed to speak out at all. Um, but luckily he's the kind of guy and and at this point in his career, he has such a massive following that no matter what happens with any community that's upset by what he says, it doesn't really do much. I think it's just more of like he he's taking it more personally because now he can't explore other, um, you know, other hobbies like, like film, like, you know, film directing or whatever with this other film he was talking about. I think it's has to do with George Floyd. Um, 
you know, now, now that it's affecting his personal life, then, you know, he's obviously he's taking it not hard, but like he's, he's fed up with it. And I love it. I love how he's openly being combative about cancel culture and wokeness and not had not being able to defend yourself when, you know, an angry small percentage of people who have plenty of time on their hands can just throw shit out there. That's not true and gain a massive following to attack, you know, uh, a singular person. So and thank, thank God this was released on Netflix and not back in the day of comedy central or if it was on HBO, because if it was one of those other companies, they would have taken it down. They would have canceled. Right. Oh, yeah, I, Matt, I totally Netflix was pretty so. close. Luckily, they're the, they're like, the last, they're the they last one back. standing. They're the last one standing. And, and even they're, they're not perfect, right? Like we talked about with the dissident and stuff, how they wouldn't even put the dissident on there. Um, so they're certainly not perfect, but they're better than the CBS Viacom type companies, Universal, NBC, who are just averse to any controversy. Well, how like crazy Spacey, is it? Like how? Remember how Kevin, yeah, I remember the whole Kevin Spacey thing. Absolutely, and he got canceled mid-show, the most popular show in TV, and they finished the show without him because of one allegation that he like groped a teenage dude's dick like thirty years ago. Well, yeah. and, well, he also ended up coming out to be a true like pedophile. Was he? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. I missed that. I missed that part. Yeah. I just saw the first story. Um, what were you gonna uh, say? Oh, it's just amazing the power that such that small percentage, because we said it's like, what, a tenth of 1%. Like at yeah. first that the whatever CEO I'm assuming of uh, Netflix came out and he was like, he's like, look, like, you know, this really isn't the place where we're going to let, you know, content, you know, uh, associate itself with like, you know, the company's feelings like th- that's separate. And that's something that we, you know, should be kept separate. Um, and then like three days later, he was like, had to do this whole, you know, about face and apologize. Yeah. Like no one can just have an, have an opinion, you know, that's like, there's not, there's no right or wrong. It's just his opinion that, Hey, you know, we're not saying you have to agree with everything. Like there's a place for, you know, comedy, Right. And you can like it or you yeah. can not like it. So you're totally up to you whether you want to watch it or not. But, you know, the, the, we're not going to take down things that, you know, we feel, you know, make people uncomfortable or whatever. It, I'm paraphrasing, but plenty of other yeah. shit to watch. Just watch something else. You don't yeah. need to uh, subject yourself to any of it if you don't want to. Like, I, I just can't imagine one person watching that special. And their takeaway being, I now hate transgender people. Like the, the only logical takeaway from like listening to his story is, wow, you know what? It's, it's, you should think of people who are different or just going through different human experiences. You don't need to understand how they feel. Just understand they are going through something. Like that's a message of coming together, right? Yeah. Like it was a very positive message. Like there was no way the theme of that or any takeaways were trans people are bad. It was no, like, hey, you you preach all this gospel about no hating and all this, but all you do is hate. Like, let's come together as a group. Like, it was never yeah. really about, I don't know. You guys know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah but and, and again, like the vast majority of people who are upset didn't watch the special. 
They saw yeah. the headlines and they ran with it. And that's why he said in that video, he's like, I'll get together. I'll have a conversation, but I have conditions. And one of them yeah. is <laughs> you need to watch the whole thing from start to finish. Right. You know, because again, like, were there some, like, I'm sure uh, offensive jokes? Yeah, but comedy is not meant to not be offensive. That's what you makes it I mean? funny. Right. Like, some of his best jokes are shitting on white people. Yeah. If we had comedy that was all PC, it'd be like watching Stephen Colbert and Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel. You're, do, you're right, exactly right. Nobody it, would it watch would be, it. The, it would the be vax so scene. not funny. Oh my god, it'd be cringe. It would literally be a they do a vaccine special. It'd be just twenty minutes of dancing in a vaccine costume. <laughs> Every episode. Yeah, let's not ever have that happen. That, that's what we should just show to these people. They probably love the vaccine video. But yeah, exactly. That's why I'm like, yeah, this hilarious. is the world you're creating. But again, we have to remember that even though like there's two sides to this cancel culture thing. So there may be one side that's vehemently against, you know, Chappelle. But the side that's for him just grows and grows and grows. Yeah. So it's it has a positive effect for him eventually. You know, I mean, and we said like oh, like Shane Gillis and and all these other people that have been canceled have all ended up doing most of them have done pretty damn well for themselves since then. Yeah. So luckily, yeah. it hasn't totally taken anyone of of um, of notoriety down with it, like anyone significant. Um, I, I would have loved to see Chappelle call out in that video, like to the media who's making this a top story. How about we go talk about that John Deere strike and these people who like have worked. What was the really bad one? Nabisco or like Frito-Lay where they're working like 80 days in a row. They called them those like suicide shifts. Yeah. Why don't we talk about those employees being the ones that are actually disenfranchised? Like Amazon, John Deere, Nabisco, all these people that are truly, truly being just dealt a, a shit yeah. hand and we don't hear a peep about that. We, we never these... heard the poop in a bag story make the no. mainstream news from Amazon. No. Huh? no. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's uh, definitely a central theme of this show. But man, is it just like ridiculous to see how transparent the media is about what they cover and what they don't and why they do it. Like, just imagine, there's just no question. Like, have... this is all ratings driven. Like, they love the story, it gets people riled up. And that's what they choose to cover. Like, does any, do they think anyone's going to care about the John Deere workers? No, they're like, no, that's not going to get clicks. We can't. No, yeah, can't cover that. Like, yeah. And if we didn't have independent media sources that we follow and started following over the last couple of years, that's the only media we would yeah, hear. We would like never hear about in America. it. We'd be like, what? We would never hear strikes? about it. Yeah. Like, I'm sure my parents know about the Dave Chappelle thing, and I've not heard about the John Deere strikes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. You want to set us up on our next topic? Me? Yeah. The one, the um, one we assumed you would, you would start with. Fauci. Yeah. Nailed it. So I don't actually know a whole lot of the details about this one. Um, as Ty takes his ears off and walks away. <laughs> great, great timing. Well, do, do, do our best to do your best to set it up and I'll, I'll, I'll chime in at times. Okay. Um, so as everybody is aware, right. The initial thoughts with COVID and the origin was it came from bat. There was then information kind of slowly trickled out over the last year of, okay, there was a, a virus lab in Wuhan that worked on, um, COVID 
type viruses or whatever they call them, coronaviruses, excuse yes. me. Um, and then some more information comes out that, okay, that may or, lab may or may not have been funded by the NIH, NIH which is what Dr. Fauci is responsible for in the fun, um, founding, where they really do what they call gain-of-function research, where you're taking these viruses and making them worse and more potent and more contagious and more deadly so you can experiment with them and try and come up with vaccines, et cetera. Um, and for the longest time, anybody who acknowledged that that could have potentially those dots connected, made this a lab leak or taken off the internet was flagged as misinformation, et cetera. Mm-hmm. As more and more details came out that said, okay, there's actually quite a bit of evidence, including people getting sick with COVID like symptoms in that lab in China in December that are starting to make this sound like a real possibility. Um, they called Fauci to protest, not protest, appear in front of uh, Congress, right? And he said, we did not do gain-of-function research. I'm not coming, taking back any of my statements. Rand Paul at the time was pretty much calling him a liar, saying that you were doing it. And if you watched enough of it, you could kind of see Fauci was playing a game of semantics. He was saying that does not fit the definition of gain-of-function research, right? right? But in terms of the actual functionality, they were clearly spending money to make coronaviruses stronger, more potent, and more contagious in that lab. And it was funded by the NIH, which is U.S. tax dollars and under Dr. Fauci's jurisdiction. So I didn't read the whole report, but the report that came out late last week, barely got acknowledged by the media, was actually from the NIH saying gain-of-function research that we funded was happening at the Wuhan Lab of Virology. Um, So proving for the nth time that Dr. Fauci is lying to all of America about what's going on. And I saw maybe like two or three tweets about it, uh, one segment on breaking points, and literally was not even acknowledged by the news that they're pretty much saying, okay, this can't confirm that this was a lab-leaked virus. But this can confirm that U.S. was funding dangerous research that could have led to this outbreak. And it's just been 100% brushed under the rug and not even talked about. Well, a couple things. I think it's more ambiguous than that. Because I read the letter and I didn't really see where it and and could be only because I've read a little bit about it afterwards. I don't really see necessarily yet where we it gets Fauci. I don't think it calls him out specifically. Again, I didn't read the whole letter, but I think what it does call out is that NIH funded gain of function but, research was going on in that lab. Right? But what they said was it happened because EcoHealth Alliance, that um, third party, well, whatever they are, I don't know exactly what kind of corporation they are, but they were involved. They were the ones that was given the funding. They like broke the terms of the agreement by doing things like increasing the pathogens or like the, you know, uh, virality or wh- whatever you want to call it. I'm sure I'm butchering yeah, it. The potency. But yeah. yeah. Um, like by 10,000, 10,000 fold. And I guess, and they were supposed to the report connection? it. They were supposed to report yeah. it. And they didn't. What, what's yeah. They, the NIH has said that they didn't report it. Eco health Alliance is saying, no, we did. So I, I don't, because I'm, I struggle to think that 
I actually don't believe that Fauci would have lied and been that like unequivocal about it if he knew that he was wrong. I just don't think that's possible. Do you guys well, understand? And I don't. That's why I'm asking, like, what the Eco Health Alliance is and how that fits into like Fauci's jurisdiction and the CDC. Uh, well, yeah. So it's a it's a research. I I just kind of looked it up just because Ty brought it up. I was like, why why don't I know what that is? It's a research organization which studies the spread of viruses from animals to humans, and they were the ones that gave this grant to the NIH, right? Ty, is that, is that if I'm getting that other way around? All right. So the, they, the NIH gave the grant to eco health Alliance. So that, that's how they, and I think this was back in 2014 is when this started. Okay. Um, so, and there's been a consistent buildup of the, you know, the, clearly the, the gain of function research with the, um, they, like they created this, I think that the term was humanized mice, it's, it's super, like, if you read the letter, Jared, it's kind of, I mean, I don't know if Ty agrees with this or not, but like, I, I had to read it like movie, dude. I, I read it twice. I really had to read it I, twice. I still it's don't like, totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> like so some of the vocab they were using, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Per-? Like, it's almost like it was intentionally put that way. Well, that's so just like, like scientific wording that we don't know shit yeah, about. That's yeah. So that that's beyond my vocabulary. Um, But, but back to what you were saying, Ty, like, I don't. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, it doesn't definitively prove that Fauci was lying in front of Congress when Rand Paul was going off the, this summer on him. But I, I mean, is has Fauci, have Fauci's actions been convincing enough to make you think that he wouldn't try to lie about this? Because I feel like he's been kind of doing this stuff for a little while now, like saying things and moving the yeah, goalposts the, and, and the things he moved the goalposts about and then admitted it afterwards were like herd immunity, right. And masks and that, the mask thing, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I've fucking railed against him for that. Cause I think it's abhorrent. Um, but you can argue if, right. You can, you can totally argue that even that is in good faith, right? If, if that was truly the situation and you got to decide between who's getting masks and stuff, I, I would hope we could all see that there's a clear moral choice you got to make there, right? Yes. Are you going to be the one making the choice and then end up killing frontline hospital workers because they didn't get the mask? Like that—that's not an easy choice. I no. still, I, I still think it's abhorrent. Um, I still think like lying to people that way, you know, knowing that you're putting people at risk. I don't. I just think he shouldn't have done it. Um, but the other, the herd immunity, what did that didn't really impact anybody? It did it did it erode trust in my opinion well, of him? It, of course, but it that, did. that's the thing. Like he's, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not defin- I'm not saying 100 percent he lied. Like, but he wouldn't you say it. that if if this were true, right? Let's say six six months from now after investigation, we find out confirmed he knew, um, you know, before or during that meeting with Congress that. They were doing gain of function research. Like, wouldn't you say that that's a way more egregious lie and cover up compared to the last two? I mean, like, wouldn't well, you yeah, say that's something yeah. in a different category? You know what I mean? It, cer- it certainly I is. I, I think it, it goes back to the just just the the trust factor. I think he's just set himself up to be not a very trustworthy person, especially with all of the 
free passes he gets. And he knows he's going to get free passes. He can say a lot of this shit and he's always going to get backed up by the liberal media. But I think it just, you know, the, the fact that he's kind of untrustworthy now, I know this is a much bigger thing, Ty, and I agree with you there. Um, it still makes me question a lot of the, what, what he's been saying about this whole thing. Cause well, like, it seems like every, for the last year, think- every, every couple months, there's been a little bit more and a little bit more. And like, this is starting to like snowball. Like before it was, you were a racist xenophobic. If you ever considered that this could be from a lab. And now, I mean, I feel like every few months, more evidence comes out that there's a chance it did come from the lab. And yeah, but this, this, but this also, this letter also concluded that now this is the NIH talking about their own stuff. So, I mean, take it for what it's worth, but it said that it concluded that this research that they were talking about could not have like definitively could not have caused the SARS CoV-2 outbreak. Yeah. And I'm actually, I read that on the uh, intercept article, like they interviewed like three scientists or virologists or whatever their term is. And like 10 of them all said, is it reckless and unnecessary Absolutely. But it could not have caused the pandemic. Right. And, and so that's why I, I think the implication, although I can obviously understand where you guys are coming from, I think the implication for me is just more on because we had an episode where we talked about like gain of function research, even though we don't know shit about it. We understand the basic premise. Like, is that something we should ever be doing as humans? You know what I mean? Is that you know, Playing going a God, little bit, right. Is that going a little bit too far when you've got the potential and then we, we, you know, we had reporting, right. Um, showing evidence that lab leaks, right. Happen all the time. You know, they're not an uncommon occurrence. So yeah. is this research really fucking worth doing? If by some chance and to Adam, uh, to Adam's point behind, you know, stuff started to trickle in, like by now we, kind of know right like those labs are fucking dangerous yeah and they're and they're doing crazy research and it could fucking lead to a pandemic and i mean we still yeah. don't know what did right i mean it still could have been from this type of research maybe not funded by that grant but still that type of research and it's exactly like, that that's what it's like that's what it comes down to for me is just in a like a fucking big rubber stamp on this should absolutely not be happening. I, I it just I don't care. Like any scientist gonna try to make a fucking you know argument for it. Like oh, it, it could save you know millions or whatever. It's like that. That's an unknown. This is a known. The shit leaks. It's dangerous. We still don't know now if this pandemic was caused by that. I mean. Because we've reacted to the fact that we're looking to give like a billion dollars, almost two billion dollars towards more of this research, putting an em- extra emphasis on it. And when you see the report that comes out that says like, yeah, like we gave this grant to this company and they didn't do what we told them to. And like upon investigation, they were doing gain of function research like that clearly shows that, you know, and th- this is what implicates Fauci is like that organization, the way they run those studies are a mess, right? And it's dangerous, dangerous shit. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure they're, they, they I'm, I imagine they have tons of like regulation, and everything, but whatever they're doing isn't working. No, because really you know, not. 
I don't know if um, you guys saw it, but you know, a, a part of that same um, like study that was you know done, there was um, what is it called? The white coat. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? The people that did the study that came out about the let me let me get it right now. The puppies. Did you about hear the about dogs? that? Yeah. The dogs. Oh yeah, dude. It was fucking evil. Yeah. So like they, I, I'm reading about it on the hill. Um, and what's the uh, name of this organization? They're experimenting on puppies. White coat waste project. Oh, you haven't right? seen the so story. It's, it's a nonprofit yeah. organization. Um, that like investigates this research and, um, they're the ones that, you know, first, uh, found out that U S taxpayers are being, you know, used to fund the research in the Institute. And they also found during this research that, um, like a, a part of a grant that was from Fauci's division in the NIH, uh, it was almost 400 grand. They shipped it to a, a lab in Tunisia to drug beagles and lock their heads in mesh cages filled with hungry uh, sand flies so that the insects oh could God. eat them alive. Jesus fucking Christ. Like yeah, just doing that, that crazy. Wasn't even, like the worst of it. They like ripped out their vocal cords so they couldn't hear them scream. It was like out of a horror movie. Oh yeah. So like, again, is would any normal person in the public, if you pulled them, be okay with any of this? No, no, I couldn't Fucking imagine. They would. That, that's, and and maybe Fauci didn't that, know. That's, but like, dude, this is what I mean. This is why it implicates him. Like, dude, shit flows uphill, brother. Like, you're, you're the buck stops with you. Like, yeah. this is fucked up. What's going on? Like, and that you know is getting out from under you guys. Like, and so this shit needs to stop. Like, how could how could any normal person like look at these couple things showing how that you know, uh, Eco Health Alliance took advantage of the grant they were given. And then the fact that these grants end up in places like Tunisia where they're, you know, fucking buying 80 beagles and then just like savagely killing them like to perform science on them. Right. Like, and how, what's, what benefit does that serve anybody or like what significant? I mean, benefit? they'll tell you like, maybe it's going to be the next cure for cancer. I don't know. Like they'll say, you know, we're, we're right. doing this. They, they can word it any reason. way they want. Yeah. They can word it any way they want. Right. But the point is like, if Even anybody knew so about this, reason... like nobody in our country would be okay with that. Right. Unless you're a crazy, I guess. I don't know. I mean, right. who would, who would say like, raise their hand and say, I'm happy to fund uh, those 80 <laughs> beagles getting their fucking heads ripped to shreds by sand flies. And having their vocal cords ripped out because they were barked too much while they were being worked on. I, right. I think I that's think, even more the reason why it's absurd the media is not even acknowledging this story. Like, and and you know, I, I, that's why I mean I saw it on every like notable news source. You know, m maybe some additional uh, investigation needs to be done, but like, I mean, if you read the article I'm reading, like, it's looks pretty cut and dry yeah i guess my other point was i think the one thing that we haven't talked about is i think potentially fauci does have a motive to cover up anything that's going on right whether it's the optics of things like this leaking or in the real chance that some other type of research 
go, went poorly and same type of situation happened that did lead to the outbreak, right? That maybe hasn't been leaked yet. Like we really think Fauci is going to be like, oh, it was us the whole time. You got me like, no, they're going to try and cover that up. Like their life depends on it. They don't want to hold the buck on the reason why, you know, the pandemic started. Like, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if this turned into like a modern day magic bullet theory where the official, you know, by the book explanation for how COVID happened is never is really known, but they say it came from a bat. And then we watch a documentary on it in 10 years and they pretty much show overwhelming evidence that it was due to like NIH funding and us at least being involved in gain of function research in China. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Right. No. Yeah. No. I don't Would know. you guys? No, no. Like if, you, if you were to put a percentage on that being really what happened, not just it was a lab leak, but we were involved in it, what would you give it as a percentage? Like that a so documentary hard. would come out in 10 years? No, that just like if we somehow found out the truth. Oh, that I, I, we're, the we're, truth we're, is the U.S. was somehow involved in funding this research that caused the pandemic. I mean, it's looking more and more likely by the day. I don't know if it's like over 50 percent, but I would put it like maybe 30 to 35, 40. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess it, it's somewhere in that like 45 to 55, right? Yeah. Just kind of like it could go one way or it could go the other. It, it's if, if you're basing it off of the past year, it clearly looks like we had a hand Let's put it in this, this way. In some way. Not, not even that we had a hand in it. it. It's pretty clear that like it was not. And I just mean over 50% that it was lab leak in, in one way or another. You know what I mean? That it, For, is, versus, that it was versus, a lab leak. Yeah. Like I, okay. I think it's more probable, right? Whether we were involved or not, I don't know how that changes the percentages. But whether it was lab leak or natural or natural origin, just based off of how they've, you know, had success with finding out that information in the past and how it usually is done quicker than this, I would say lab leak. You know what I mean? Now, you would, if you had to say well, that or the field, right? I'm fucking taking that if you're giving me odds, right? So to, yeah. quote, the, to quote the NFL, more, more probable than not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you guys. And I mean, tell me, does it not add up? That is that maybe the reason why the media told by the U.S. government was so against even the lab leak theory being acknowledged as an option for months that you couldn't even acknowledge it. It was taking off, taken off the Internet. And if it wasn't for guys like Josh Rogan, who actually put in the work to do the research and publish these stories, it would probably be the same thing. Right. Like, call me a conspiracy theorist, but looks like a small. Well, you are. I mean, I, I don't necessarily know that there is like, it's like a, an effort between the two, the media and our government. I, I just think our media is so fucked up now that just because we you know of who is in office and because he was the one that, you know, baselessly at first said that was fucking China's fault. Like they just were unable to be. Yeah. There's definitely a level chance. about That's it. how it played out too. It was, they just but like, they just feel like they don't have any other choice, but to make sure the narrative is, you know, at that point in time, anti-Trump. Yep. And, and here's a thought <laughs> experiment for you. We get to 2024 Trump wins. He's back in office. 
he, through the Freedom of Information Act, releases information that shows this was founded by the NIH. I don't think people believe it. I think people try and no, discredit it. Well, I would say people believe it, but the media won't buy the it. The media won't. The, the, that, the, that the media the would not is. even acknowledge it as a real story. It'd be Hunter Biden round two. It'd be Russian disinformation or Chinese disinformation. Yeah. And it may be the very truth, just like Hunter Biden. That's, that's the, the path we're on right now. My, my last crazy. thing on, yeah, it is crazy. My last thing on the, the, the Fauci thing is even if he wasn't aware of it, like, let's say that this was, you know, it, 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 it certainly seems like he maybe didn't know, but it's your job to know with, if you're going to be highly yeah. touted with this much power, this much authority, That's this exactly much autonomy, point, yeah. Yeah. You, it's your job to know about this shit. Like you need, you, everything needs to be reassessed. Like, like the, the, the safeguarding and, and like, if you're giving this much money to this organization to do, to do these things, you better make sure that they're following the contract that they signed. That's on him. And whether, whether it's not directly on him, he's the one overseeing this whole thing, apparently. And, you know, he's at the point where Disney's making fucking documentaries about him while he's still alive, right. touting him up as like the fucking hero of COVID. He's become like demigod like in some communities. It's his Did job. Learn their lesson with Cuomo, right? You don't write the book <laughs> till the story's done. Yep. Just wait, maybe wait like five, <laughs> 10 years before you make the documentaries and write the, write the books. But it's his job to know he sh if he, he deserves blame no matter what with this. So I think, right, if it, if it comes down to this, if we find out that because this whole Eco Health Alliance, whether they reported what they were doing, Right. Or they didn't. Either way, like, you know, he's implicated, but that's a big swing because if they did report it and they did know. Then the NIH is really fucked and then Fauci's fucked because he explicitly said, no, we were not yeah. funding gain of function research. We weren't doing it. So I still think he could be telling the truth because he may not have been told but if it's it his job out, to know though yeah right exactly exactly i still agree with you like just like anyone else in that position like dude you fucking own that like mm -hmm. if that shit's not being reported and the money's not being taken back or they're not being reprimanded or it's not being investigated that's on you brother yep like the buck stops with you it doesn't mean he's an awful evil human being like everyone wants to make him out to be no that no. typically agrees with what we say that just means, dude, he's like everybody else. Like he's a human being, <laughs> human being, man. He fucks up. Like yep. he is not like this God that people make him out to be like that. That's those are some serious mistakes. And you can see the con consequences they have. So well, that's the point. You there gotta, needs to you be consequences for these mess ups. Like if that does play out, does he ever get forced to resign or is he still just a God and he's untouchable? That'll be interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you think that? Yeah, I mean, look, it, so if it comes out and it's somehow proven that that Eco Health, Eco Health Alliance did accurately report, you know, their research and the NIH knew about it, I mean, that's got to be bad for Fauci. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. think so. Yeah. I mean, he, like, whether he, like, again, he could just be totally, I don't know. Maybe 
Maybe he never was never told. I don't know. Cause I mean, again, I just fall back on, I don't feel like that guy would be able to lie like that in Congress, knowing his like fucking life is on the line pretty much. Not even ethics, dude. It's just like if you're gonna lie like that, like you know the stakes, you know you're like going to prison. And I mean, shit. I, I think that's technically perjury, right? Yeah, you, you could go yeah. to jail for it. Absolutely. That's what I mean, so you took an oath in front of a congressional committee. Absolutely, you can go to jail. I don't think he'd be, dude. I don't think he's that kind of guy. I hope you're right. I hope it was from a bat, but I also kind of don't. No, 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 I, 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 I don't. Lab. But that's the thing, though. It, it doesn't have to be from a bat for. It to absolve him of I know, I know. I, I was I was half joking. <laughs> um Jesus, we talked about that longer than I thought we were gonna. Oh, that um, was a that was a juicy topic though. It is yeah, that's true. That's true. Um what else do we have? I got my school oh. story. Yeah, yeah. Um so let's do that and then we'll finish with the other school story. Cool. Yeah, they they kind of go hand in hand in a way. So um I told uh you guys last week, I want to say it was Wednesday. Um, I'm in class and we get a uh, announcement over the intercom for a lockdown. Now, if you guys remember back in the day, I read, I read about it in the news. Okay. So you really, saw, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It was, it was in the news. Um, so yeah, this, so, so anyway, we I, I saw it was a lockdown. I didn't look at all the details. Okay. So we went to lockdown and it wasn't a test. Cause usually he's like, Hey, we're just doing a test of, you know, lockdown protocols, which is like, we lock the door, you know, we, we turn the lights off. We don't like all hide in a corner. Like we used to do back in the day to like be way to like get shot. But, um, it didn't seem like that urgent when we were doing it, but they kept everybody out of the hallways. And we found out later that there was a parent that came in, um, a parent and his girlfriend who had come to pick up, um, his daughter, and I guess there was a court order stating that he was not allowed to pick up his daughter. So a court order saying you can't be anywhere near the school when your daughter's there. And he came in and it, th- this is a smaller part of it than I initially thought. Um, Cause then more, more details came out, but the guy got very belligerent and uh, he came in without a mask and they told him to put it on. He never put it on. And it was just very adamant about just keeping it off in general. And eventually it led to him getting taken down by police officers. Like not, not to sound cruel, but the picture was like George Floyd esque in terms of like how the police officer had him. But every account, every personal account of people who witnessed it happening said it was 100% justified. And it was like, it wasn't like the police like just attacked him. Like it was a buildup. Like he was very hostile. He was making like threats. Um, and it got to a point where they, they literally had to take the guy out in cuffs. Um, and yeah, like, like you said, Jared, it was big enough, big of a big enough of a deal for it to make the news. Um, like channel 12 was there within like 10 or 15 minutes after it's it fucking happened. Vultures. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. Fucking so they the were there world, so quick. Cause like one of the teachers I work with said, Oh yeah. Channel 12 is already here. Like was already here to cover. I'm thinking like, how could they have found out about this so quickly? But I mean, you know, it doesn't take much, I guess. Well, you know, I'm, people... I'm sure channel 12, if they're a good reporter, they've got a contact at the school. And she says, um, you yeah. fucking call me if anything goes down. Yeah. Right. So, 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 you know, there's so someone down. in the background on the phone going, yep. Get, get the fuck over here. Yep. This is going <laughs> to be a good one. Come on. Hurry, hurry. Pretty much. It, so 
did the uh, principal like acknowledge it in like an announcement to the teachers after like, or no, no, um, mainly because, you know, the, 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 the kid goes to the school and I meant like just to the teachers. I, I agree. It would be bad, be bad to oh. make a bigger deal out of it for the kids. So not like a general announcement. I ended up asking him after like, Hey, like I'm hearing a bunch of different things, like what's going on. And, and he filled me in, but, um, Pardon me. I, I meant to grab this. So one of the teachers I work with found the guy's Twitter account and he's like the old, and I'm, I'm trying to find the group chat. I may not be able to find, it. I don't want to waste time looking for it, but he is like the quintessential, like anti-vaxxer kind of guy. And, um, his like cover photo is like a guy holding a flag, probably him holding a flag that just says like, fuck Biden. And he has all these different posts that he's retweeted about um, these different rallies around the state and around New England supporting like, you know, anti-vaccination steal and, shit like that. Yeah. Essentially like, you know, your quintessential red blooded, you know, Trump supporter essentially. Um, so yeah. So that, that, that was, that was the kind of the wacky story, but like what stood out to me at first, like he just refused to put his mask on. And that escalated to other things. And I guess he's kind of like on the district's like short list of crazy fucking people because his kid's been in the system for, you know, a while, you know, since elementary school. So he, he was no stranger to the police. Let's just put it that way. Um, yeah. Okay. I mean, this all happened in the front in, in the, in the foyer in the in front of the front office. Like this guy just getting taken down to the ground because he was just that belligerent at like nine 30 in the morning. Like it wasn't even that late in the day. Um, but yeah, it was a crazy start to the day for sure. Would you have taken him down if you needed to? If I needed to? Yeah. Nah, I seem like kind of a big guy. I don't know. I mean, if it came to like, if like someone was like going to be harmed, I, I certainly would have stepped in. I mean, that's like an adrenaline thing at that point. But he was a, like he had three knives on him. He they they ended up obviously like three. Christ. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. I think he's it said that in the article he was like, charged who, with like possession of a deadly knife or something like yeah, that. Three deadly knives. Like who the fuck walks around with like three fucking like hunting knives in Cranston but, where there's no wild animals. <laughs> yeah, very little wildlife in Cranston. You're not hunting um, in Cranston. No, no, not much. But there could be an insurrection at any moment. So you got to be ready. Yes. So, you know, that's um, ridiculous, dude. Yeah, it was pretty wild. So, yeah, obviously big enough that Take you know, him down. that's pretty much pretty much what it is like. The, I, I'll, I'll have to find the later on after record after we're done recording. I'll, I'll send you guys a link to his Twitter account just so you can get a kick out of it because he posted the picture of him getting, you know, with the knee on his neck and everything. And he was like, anyone ever heard of police brutality and stuff like no, trying to like play God. the fucking victim. And everyone's like, everybody who saw it knows exactly what happened. And that was not the case at all. It was not excessive force by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and so yeah. wait, did I miss that? You said the one thing that stood out to you about that whole story well, that, was the mask. Not the one thing that was just like, the, <laughs> the, not the one thing. It was the first thing that stood out because like obviously, the first you know, thing you read the knives the, and listen, listen. The first thing I heard, the first time I heard listen, about this was via listen. text. Was via text, 
And the first thing that anyone said was the guy refused to wear a mask. So that's that's the rumor that first Today's started. Today's modern spreading. climate. That's what they highlight. <laughs> exactly. Not exactly. The fact that, that was he's the in first. the school with knives. <laughs> Well, we didn't know about the knives until later, I guess. But yeah, that was the highlighted thing. And then as I did more um, recon, I found out more. I was like, oh, the masks were like 10% of the entire thing. Probably less. It was more just the guy being a fucking asshole. Um, But yeah, so that just shows, you know, you you play a game of telephone and not always the... Especially with a bunch of gossiping middle-aged teachers. Well, that too, yeah. A lot, a lot of that's gossip. That's the highlight school. of their year. The most excitement they've seen other than who won Dancing with the Stars that week. I know. Yeah, we don't get too much exciting things at Western Hills Middle School. So that that really, you know, Probably spiced up hump day for sure. Yeah. But um, yeah. So did you guys see the thing I sent? Yeah, I didn't know what original. I didn't know what original um, letter it was talking about, but I like saw like the headline. Um, pretty fucking wild. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't even know this is going on. So apparently, right, Merrick Garland, uh, who's uh, what's his title? Um, He's AG, Attorney General. Thank you. Um, I I guess AG. I guess like uh, task the FBI, I created a task force in the FBI to go after and investigate like parents from like uh, what, do they, what do they call those meetings? Like, 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 um, like student um, council, uh, like school committee team. meetings, school committee meetings, yeah, school yeah. committee meetings. Yeah. Um, at the Attorney General of the United States <laughs> asked the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, to go after parents at, for from at school committee meetings mm-hmm. because they were domestic terrorists. Yeah, they were. It was uh, the the line here. The the, the letter. You know that that Ty was referencing said that the acts of some parents at school board meetings, school committee, school board meetings, they're kind of the same across the country, could be considered quote a form of domestic terrorism and hate crimes. And you know what the main reason for that prompted this task force was because that these parents, many of them, are very upset about the mask mandates. And I think critical race theory came up. So apparently that warrants the Federal Bureau of Investigation to snuff out these angry parents who don't want their who think it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense for their kids to be wearing masks and in, in, in schools. And it, it's it's pretty I, fucking look, wild. I'm sure that, there are people that need to be arrested. I have no I have zero doubt in my mind and all of them really are assholes. Like, I mean, if you show up at a fucking school board meeting and you're, you know, screaming and, yeah. you know, I mean, you're, you're a crazy person. Yeah. You're, you're like the guy that got taken down at my school. It's those kinds of people. You're fucking right. crazy. So they're not great people. <laughs> they're not, they're not going to go fly a plane into a fucking building. That's what I mean. Like, I mean, why on earth? Why on earth would we be using the power of the state to go after parents who are being 
belligerent and I'm sure even potentially violent at these school board meetings. Doesn't that sound like a job for the local police? Yeah, like yeah. Let, let, let federalism run its course and, and use Jesus the local law enforcement Christ. to uh, snuff out these terrorists that go into school committee meetings. Right. Okay. So that's not the story, right? But that, that's, that's the background, right? So that had yeah. been going on, uh, which I didn't even know about. So this report comes out that they found out that the White House knew about this letter Right. This letter was from uh, the largest school board association uh, in America. Um, and this letter, very strongly worded, you know, basically urged the White House to do something, step in, because these people need to be treated like terrorists. And so I think this had been like kind of like leaked, like, oh, you know, this letter was was, you know, written. When did they know about it? And then they confirmed that the White House knew about it before Merrick Garland instituted this, you know, FBI task force. Do we know how far the task force went? Like, did they start doing anything or did like somebody eventually say, like, guys, we cannot do this? Uh, I don't think it's said. Now it just says the email showed the White House asked the association, the National School Board Association, for examples of threats against school board members days before uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland created a task force of officials from the FBI, the Justice Department, to determine how to prosecute alleged crimes at school prosecute. board meetings. So, Fancy yeah, so prosecute. <laughs> so it doesn't sound like anything actually had. They were just getting their ducks in a row, it seems like. Shows what, like, what else is the hell is the deep state doing? They say the deep state's not real. They're getting into our PTA meetings, their student council meetings. I'm sure they're getting involved in a whole lot of other stuff. Listen to this last paragraph. It remains unclear whether the White House pressured the Department of Justice to create the school board task force. Garland testified before the House Judiciary Committee on Thursday that he did not speak to the White House about his memo creating the school board task force, but he did say it is likely that White House and Justice Department officials discussed the association's letter raising concerns about school board meetings. So that's basically saying, yeah, that's what influenced us yeah. to do it. That's absurd. So and apparently that letter wasn't supposed to be sent in its original No, it form. wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> it was supposed that, that they- guy went rogue. Yeah, he just started. And I guess so I guess they're making it seem like if they had more time, they would have maybe edited out domestic terrorists and hate crimes, possibly. But this guy kind of jumped the gun and went rogue, sent it on his own. And they're, the organization's like, whoa, 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 like we yes, we wrote a letter, but we were going to that was our rough draft. We weren't ready to send this This wasn't the final copy. Dude, so. How is this story not being talked about at all? At all. Not even being I, acknowledged, dude. When I read that, I was like, holy shit. That, what the hell? You have a fucking teacher's association writing letters to the fucking White House that are then influencing the attorney general to create an FBI fucking task force to go after school board meetings and parents at these school board meetings. 
that's one of the craziest things I've fucking heard like ever. Yeah, it's it's talk about over the top and a, a major yeah, that overreaction. That should, that, that should be illegal. That should be a scandal where that dude needs to resign. <laughs> like, dude, the FBI should not fucking have that kind of jurisdiction. I mean, that is fucking insane. Well, the, 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 this unless goes there back was a string the... of murders, which we would have read about. Yeah, or school <laughs> shootings, or something exactly. like that. Right. You you are perfectly fine to sick the FBI on, you know, uh, these people if they're killing people like you know on a consistent basis, but not because they're complaining about having their kids <laughs> wear masks. Very valid complaint. Yeah, and it, and that, this kind of goes back to something we've talked about before, where like. Um, like wasn't the FBI or CAA was like encouraging us to like, like spill the beans on like our neighbors. If we see them yeah. doing suspicious things, like this is a great example of that. So you have these people at school board meetings and a parent says like, Hey, I don't, I don't think my kids should wear a mask and all the mask crazy people. Someone makes a call to the right person. Like, Hey, I don't know about this person there. They're a little suspicious. And then the FBI just well, jumps and, on it. But I'm sure, yeah. like we said, those people are doing more than just saying, I don't agree with this. I'm sure they're, oh, I'm, know, well, yeah, it says here that they're like, and, you know, yeah, they're, yeah, like it says here, again, uh, Viola Garcia, the president of the association and Chip Slavin, the CEO, disclosed in other emails in the in the board that they had been in consultation, um, yeah, consultation with the White House and the Department of Ed regarding an alleged Rising cases of irate parents showing up to school board meetings, like angry parents. <laughs> FBI, come on, let's go. I mean, am I am I over hyping it or am I overblowing it or is this one of the fucking craziest stories? No, no, you're not overhyping it at all because when again, it comes this to like would be the like, whole national security apparatus. Like again, the example that I gave with the story I told, like the local law enforcement. Imagine you saw there. the FBI busting down the door. <laughs> And not to mention all the power that the FBI has. So that means they're probably monitoring these people on social media, Mm -hmm. tapping their phones and laptops, all this shit that's 100% not constitutional, but that the FBI and CIA does anyways. Well, yeah. And, and, and it goes right along with like Patriot Act shit because it has yeah. to, as the, 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 the big, the big T word, you know, that's all what are we took. talking about yeah. instead in the media? January 6th. And I was going to say Dave Chappelle, but even worse. <laughs> yeah, January 6th. And you're not David Chappelle. I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I, I can't, I just, I'm, I'm so, I have no fucking hope, dude. What blows my mind is like, we hear about these stories, but these are the only ones that leak, right? Yeah, what we, else is going that we end up on? finding out about? Yeah. That's so, a good so point. like we would have never heard about this. So there's probably stuff like this going on all over the place. Like, who would be okay with terror- that? The extreme libs who just got their booster shot. Even imagine the satisfaction. Imagine the satisfaction that some of those parents would probably get, though, knowing that, like, an FBI agent. But are they the is point looking into this? Are they the 10th of 1% at least? Do you think? I don't I th- think so. No. <sighs> All right. Maybe like so they, 2%. I mean, they, that can't they were be talking about on um, Joe Rogan and Michael Malice on last week, and they were saying in Nazi Germany, and obviously this isn't comparing it to Nazi Germany, the large majority of Jews were turned in by other members of society. They were told on, hey, there's a Jew in my neighbor's house. I saw one, right? So I think eventually, once it becomes mainstream enough, I think you get up into a significant percentage of people like doing what they think is right for the 
cultural brownie points. I don't know if it's that much, though. I just think that's right now, just that crazy ultimate. I, I, like, I think you I think could say ten. I think you could say ten percent. I really do. One out of ten crazy people would be cool with that. One out of ten people would be a Nick Savage of the world. <laughs> a like I saw, um, like I've got cousins who are like just everything Joe Biden does. They retweet it or not Biden, but like you know what I mean. I saw Leanne Johnson just when I got her booster shot. Like. 35 year old healthy girl did not get a picture <laughs> shot posted on Instagram. Like oh those, my God. those people would be the ones who would say like, yeah, we'll do it. So you think stop. it's one out of 10 though. That's a yeah, lot. I, would, dude. I, I think, think, in, I think encouragingly Lord. that means nine out of 10 don't want that shit. But I think one out of 10 buy the hype of, we need to censor information and stop domestic terrorism. But to go as like, are you saying like one Maybe out of 10 right. crazy parents or one out of 10 parents? I'm just saying one people. Of, I'm saying one out of 10 people. I bet you yeah, one people. out of 10. Would go as far as wanting the FBI to take people down because they have di- opposing views? Maybe That's not pretty that radical. Far, but but, but, uh, but yeah. are at least in favor of the federal government being involved in controlling narratives and going after this whole label we've created over the last few years called domestic terrorism. All right, so let's say it's 10%, right? So t- 10% would be like, Fuck yeah, dude. Get, go get them. They're yeah, going like, for Trump next election. Send, send, the election. Yeah, send everything you got. Um, yeah. Send okay. them the cavalry. So, like, how many people would say, like, no in any case? Like, it never, you know what I mean? Like, what I'm looking at, I guess, is how many people in the middle would just be like, meh. I'm like, yeah, that's fucked up. But, like, what do I care? Why, you know, why is that a story? Hmm. I think it's a majority. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a majority. I think and that's why that nothing's makes... ever going to fucking change. It's <laughs> yeah. as much because of those people as it is these nut jobs who'd be like, oh, yeah, break their doors down. Like, yeah, we want to see blood. <laughs> Bug their laptops. Right. Like the people who just like, eh, yeah, what, what am I going to get worked up about? I mean, yeah. <laughs> isn't that us? Are we not? No, I mean, we're we're not going to do anything. Yeah, like we get worked. All right, but what's our what's what's getting worked up? We're going to do. I mean, well, it it just informs our, you know, opinions on. Yeah, I mean, that we can certainly reinforces what we think. Yeah, reinforces our prior thoughts. Yeah, we understand the impact that things like this have on eroding the liberties that make America America. And I think so many people don't think about it through that lens. They think about it in the left versus right culture war lens where it's like, no guys, this is fucking all of us at the end of the day. Right. Right. Easy yeah. It's not, there's none of that anti-constitutional. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, it's they're so many, it's like, the same with the misinformation thing, right? Like, yeah, you think that's good now. What about when the other side's in charge? Right. And then they're right. censoring you like censorship's never good. Like they're, they're, they're thinking in the, in the short term, like this makes me feel good for a little bit. While at the same time, you're slowly eroding that line of privacy and government intervention. So what are, what are, what have some of the other like big stories over the last, since we've talked trying to just in general. Yeah. Like what, what's, what's made big headlines. The, um, I mean, the the reconciliation act has been like like, that back and forth. Yeah. Fuck that bill. Uh, My, my, I guess my point is like, wouldn't that story? Wouldn't the story of uh, the our government using the FBI to go after irate parents? 
I don't know. I, I don't know. W- wouldn't that be a more compelling story? Yeah, I mean, I, I think if, I why if the is that FBI, not covered? Like, it could be just I, as politically polarizing. Like, you could see it on fucking MSNBC, and they'd be like, you know, yeah, this is this is great, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. You, you, I mean, you got more coverage on on Brianna Laundry than that murder. That nope. random YouTuber. Brian Laundry was the guy that killed. that killed him. <laughs> Not Brianna Laundry. Uh, what was her name? <laughs> Gabby something. Yeah, it was Gabby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brianna Jared just created a whole new person like, that got killed. That, obviously, that's a horrible. Why didn't she horrible, get more coverage, huh? <laughs> that's a horrible. What about Brianna, man? Exactly. Oh, man. Hey, well, your internet barely made it. Hey Mo, any he's updates staring, on the he again. staring at us? Mo, any uh, updates on the uh, on the dating life? It's been a while for the pod. Well, it's been a while for me. Um, or you go on that? Not, not 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 good updates. No, not good updates. Oh, sorry, I was expecting a good update. What about that chick that you went on a date with? Whenever I was Can there, you guys hear me? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mo. <laughs> Can you Come guys on. hear me? Can you yes, hear me? we can hear you. We can hear you. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, not not a good update. So I went on two dates with that chick, the chick that was the pharmacist. I thought we had a great second date. I thought we had a good time. and uh, But I don't think she did think we had a good time. Actually, I know she didn't think we had a good time. So she called me like that Sunday. And she was real weird about it. She literally like, called me like, emotional like it sounded like she was like fighting back tears to tell me like you're super great guy and i really enjoyed our time together but i don't think i feel enough of a spark to hang out a third time and it goes to her exact words as she was like sobbing i was like this is fucking weird um wow that was wrong with that check (laughs) i don't know She, she was cool um I thought she was cool before that. So, yeah, that uh, didn't work out. I will not have my uh, dream girl who makes gobble in her basement. Damn, I'll have to dude. find another girl who makes cured, cured meats. Not meant to be. Not meant to be. At least now you know what you're looking for. I was going to say, you, you've made a very specific list of parameters that the, the next lady has to check, you know, meet pretty much. I just think you need to shoot for the Italians. Yeah, I, I've updated my... I've updated my hinge profile to say I'm not interested unless you cure me. <laughs> Everything else I can work with. Yeah. Right. I don't I don't Doesn't care have if to you're be a seventy year old Italian woman. I don't care if you're a <laughs> yeah. If you can cure me, I'm in. You don't want her to be able to make like but, fresh um, pasta? I'd, I'd love to have fresh pasta. I'd weigh 400 pounds if I had somebody making me fresh pasta every night. It'd be incredible, though. Do they have to be Italian or can they just be perverts? Did you say that? Can they be perverts? What? Yeah, have you guys have been hearing that whole thing, like Italian or pervert since the Cuomo thing? Like, I'm not being, I'm like, like when he oh, was being. Oh, the, Cuo- yeah. the Cuomo reference. I, yes. I didn't get what you were talking about. Um, I don't know how to answer that question. They can be a pervert yes, I, for you. I will. I guess. I will d- I will exactly. I will happily date a girl who's a pervert. 
Perfect. I don't think that goes negatively in the girl to guy <laughs> dynamic. I think it's only when the guy is a pervert. It's, yeah. Uh, as long as you're not a pervert, it's fine, but she can be a pervert. Yeah. She can perv me away. Perfect. Uh, all right. Well, um, we're going to be able to do this next week, make it two weeks in a row here. I think you're asking a lot. Ty. Oh, not Mo non-committal. <laughs> I said, we'll see. I'm usually around. Please. What do you mean? You're usually? always around. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> All right. Sign us off. I love you guys. <laughs>